Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815-863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Stat. Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Starting off the show today with a little Beach Boys, Philip, because I'll tell you what, it was 56 years ago when the Beach Boys sat down and recorded that song, Wouldn't It Be Nice? Can you believe that? 56 years ago. Maybe. I I mean, I like the beat. I like the tone and and, but you know what? When you're younger, you don't really pay attention to the words sometimes. And you know, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to be a little older? And I'm thinking, you know, now it might be nice to be a little younger. Right. <laughs> if they could write, if they wrote that song now, how would the lyrics change, right? That's right. Wouldn't it be nice exactly. if I could stand up without hurting my back somehow, right? Oh my gosh. But it is a fun song, fun beat. And I have an, another little snippet of history that I want to share with you as we start off the show today. Because, Philip, we're going to be talking about inflation. And one of the things we often talk about when we talk about inflation is its history, what was going on back in the 70s and, and early 80s with inflation. And so, Philip, now I want to take you back to 1981. It was January 20th, 1981. So we're not too far from the anniversary of when Ronald Reagan was sworn in as the 40th president of the United States. Uh, Chief Justice Warren Burger was who did the swearing in, so we're going to hear a little bit from both of those. But, Philip, I want your reaction to this. I'm going to play a little bit from Ronald Reagan being sworn into office. Here we go. I, Ronald Reagan, do solemnly swear. I, Ronald Reagan, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Now, congratulate you, sir. Boy, over 40 years ago. Philip, you remember that? Did you watch that when Reagan was sworn into office? I'm not going to say I watched it. I, I do remember when he was sworn into office. Um, I'm trying to think. That that was not the first election I could vote in. Sure, um, sure. But it was, it was the second election I think I got to vote in. So, yeah. So you remember a little bit about those days and, of course, what what was going on back then in the world uh, as you transition from the Carter administration to the Reagan administration. Inflation, that was a big deal back then. And here we are all these years later and inflation, still something <laughs> that we're talking well, about, right. not to the same Just level. Just now being something, right? Just now being something, right? Because yes. it hadn't been anything for a long, right. long time. And, and all of a sudden, um, we've got inflation. And it is as bad, if not maybe worse than what it was back in, in Reagan's time frame. Yeah, it, it is. This is something that we are really feeling the squeeze on. A lot of people are. Inflation right now is at a nearly 40-year high. So you're right. It, it was a big deal 40 years ago, around the time when, you know, right before Reagan was sworn in. And now uh, it has certainly become an issue for us again. Got some audio. This is some, some current audio. We won't do any history here. But this is Jerome Powell, who is the chair of the Federal Federal Reserve at talking a little bit about what's going on with inflation right now. We know that high inflation exacts a toll, particularly for those less able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. So something that we're really seeing, is this something that you're hearing people being concerned uh, about? Yes, absolutely. I can't turn around without somebody asking about inflation how bad things are getting in the grocery store, food costs going up. It's a concern. And part of the issue, really, Jen, is if you think back the last 20 years, especially, we've just not seen much inflation. 
Yeah, the Fed has worked hard from 2008 to now to get the inflation rate up to two and a half percent, and they've struggled to do that. And now all of a sudden, we go from inflation of one and a half to maybe two percent to bam, seven percent last year. Holy moly! Yeah, it, it really has gone up. And and the big question is, what's going to be done now to address it, right? And so another clip here from Jerome Powell. He says, um, raising the cost to borrow money—that is an option that is certainly on the table. If we see inflation persisting at high levels longer than expected then then we will you know then we'll if we have to raise interest rates more over time we will so let's let's talk a little bit about what what that could potentially do here um, that that is something that we know that they're going to be scheduling several uh, potential interest rate increases um, so the cost to, to borrow money going up here potentially yeah, it definitely is, which will affect all of us, um, businesses and individuals, because when the interest rate goes up, the credit card interest rate goes up as well. And there's a lot of people that are sitting on a pile of debt right now. The other thing that was interesting to me in that clip, and, and I don't think I caught it when I originally heard this, was, you know, if inflation lasts longer than intended, he didn't give us any time frame of what intended was, did he? Mm, no. So, you know, right. what does that really mean? And and, and how many interest rate, I mean, they, they basically said there's going to be three. And then a little later, it seemed like, well, there's an inference that there could be a fourth one. Right. So nobody knows, but any interest rate hikes are, are going to be painful um, to, to you and I, the, the consumer. Um, I, I kind of like Bill Ackman. He came out and said the other day, hey, let's just pull the Band-Aid off and let's just raise interest rates one time and just hike, you know, hike them way up there and be hmm. done with it. Maybe. I don't know if that's yeah. the right answer either. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, when you talk about interest rates, this issue of low interest rates, it isn't new. Talk a little bit about the challenge here of trying to live in retirement when interest rates are at that low level. Obviously, for people borrowing money, they don't really like the idea of raising interest rates. But but talk about that challenge of a low interest rate environment for retirees. Well, they've had that they've had to struggle for a while now in the low interest rate environment because their savings that they've had at the banks haven't paid them hardly anything to keep it there, mm-hmm. which has made it tough on them. Well, now we're, we're going to see the flip side right now. They may make more money at the bank going forward, but man, prices have gone up 7%. They're not going to make 7% at the bank. You know, I, I, I don't there's not a good answer in the whole situation that we see ourselves in. Um, but just know that, that this low interest rate environment has been problematic for those that are retired and on fixed income, just like it was back in the 70s, Jen. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about how we can help people navigate this or, or, or how you can help people factor in some of these different things like inflation, interest rates, when they are trying to build out long-term financial plans for their future. You know, one of the things that we've done uh, over the last uh, 12 months or so is we have put together a process, and that process is called the Core Retirement Design. And what that does, Jen, is it helps people really and truly focus on designing their retirement so that they can have the retirement they always dreamed of. You know, it looks at things like risk, uh, making sure that they don't have too much risk, making sure it lines up with what they can handle put together an income plan and a properly devised portfolio for them. And the income plan is important because as inflation continues to kick up, we need to have a plan in place to deal with it. It's easy. All folks have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815 to to schedule their core retirement design visit, and we'll help them put that together. That number again, 863-285-3815. Philip, what are some of the other major risks that we need to be thinking about that could pose a threat to our retirement? Obviously, today focusing a little bit on on what's going on with things like inflation, but what are some of the other risks that we need to be thinking about? Obviously, we're talking about inflation today, and and that has become a much bigger issue than it has in the past. Mm -hmm. But other things are going to be, you know, taxes. I mean, think about it. You know, taxes are at an all-time low. That can be horrendous if they start jacking those things up, um, you know, more than anticipated. Mm -hmm. That can be a problem. Market volatility. We're seeing a lot of volatility right now in the marketplace with all this stuff going on at the Fed. 
that can take a bite out of your retirement really quick. So I think those things, and then and then you add in healthcare issues and healthcare costs continue to climb. Those are kind of the four key things that can really uh, take a bite out of your retirement. Right. Just a lot of different issues that you want to be mindful of, that you want to be aware of as you are preparing for retirement and circling back to inflation as one of the main risks that we're focusing on today. When you talk about inflation, MarketWatch says nobody suffers more from high inflation than retirees. We've referenced back in the 70s several times. Back then, it was retirees living on a fixed income who were hit the hardest as prices continued to skyrocket. You might remember some of the stories maybe your grandparents had about what it was like for them trying to navigate higher prices on a fixed income. Every year, retirees got poorer. It was hard on everybody, but really tough on retirees. And right now, Philip, inflation is the highest we have seen in about 40 years. You know, that's right. The reality, Jen, is that inflation never sleeps. It never stops. It might ramp up or it may could slow down, but it never goes away. If you want to maintain your current standard of living in retirement, you have to understand what rising inflation can do to your retirement and how you can help protect your savings. Today, I'm offering a no-cost, no-obligation inflation retirement income analysis to help you look at things like you know, figuring out how much you'll need for retirement you've been dreaming about and looking at things like uncovering the main risk posing a threat to your retirement, looking at inflation, stock market volatility, massive tax increases that could be coming down the road and a skyrocketing healthcare cost. And then lastly, learn about the options for generating income and retirement. Again, folks, there's no cost, there's no obligation, but this is just for folks listening to the show today who have saved at least $150,000 for retirement. Call us at 863-285- 3815 and ask for your inflation retirement income analysis. You might have a good handle on your budget today, but the cost of everything doubles about every 20 years. Folks, that means in 20 years, you're spending twice as much to have the same lifestyle you currently have today. As your savings shrinks over your retirement, your cost of living will keep going up. But putting a plan in place can help you make sure your savings will last no matter what happens with inflation, taxes, and potential volatility. Folks, call us today. Remember, if you save at least $150,000, call us at 863-285-3815. Again, for your no-cost, no-obligation inflation retirement income analysis, our core retirement design. That number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He knows an awful lot about financial facts, figures, and concepts and strategies. Here's the thing. There's more to financial success than just book smarts. There's actually a psychology of money. We're going to get into that on the other side of the break. Stay with us. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Time for today's trivia question. Who wrote nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes? Is it A, William Shakespeare, or B, Benjamin Franklin? The answer coming up in 60 seconds. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Who wrote nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes? Is it A, William Shakespeare, or B, Benjamin Franklin? The answer is B, Benjamin Franklin. Save yourself from overpaying in taxes in retirement by contacting Philip Statler and Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And Philip, you know, as, as I'm helping you get ready for these shows every week, I, I know, I know there are millions of articles online about investing and tax planning and budgeting, everything you can think of when it comes to preparing for retirement. It is really overwhelming sometimes to do a Google search for some of these things and the number, <laughs> trying to sift through all of it, right? <clears throat> There are important facts to know, and when it comes to your financial future, knowledge is power, and it's really important to learn a lot of this. But, Philip, there's more to financial success than book smarts. There's actually a psychology of money, right? Yeah, there there really is, Janet. And people, like you said, there's so much information out there. You know, why do people need me? I mean, they can just go find it out there themselves, right? But but it's more about, you know, you can find the the you know, the theories, you can find the academics, you can find those things. But when it comes to the trenches, it's the psychology about money that makes a difference. Yes. And that's why it, it, it's nice to have somebody in your corner that can help coach you through this process because a coach understands the psychology of whatever they're doing. If it's a sport, they understand the psychology to motivate the people to do what needs to be done to play baseball or football or whatever it is. It's the same thing when it comes to your money. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a psychology behind that money. A lot of it has to do with, you know, when you grew up, mm-hmm. what your family did. And so those things are important. Yeah, it's it's so interesting to learn a little bit more about this, about how our behavior matters so much when it comes to finance and our financial decisions. And Philip, I know you know who Morgan Housel is. For those who don't know, he is a partner at the Collaborative Fund, and he's a former columnist at The Motley Fool and The Wall Street Journal. He's an author. And, and I think you've actually even heard Morgan Housel speak, Philip, about some of these concepts. Um, he's got a book called The Psychology of Money. And, and his take is that there's more to financial success than just what you know about money and the world of finance. Take a listen to our first clip here from author Morgan Housel. But I think there's so much evidence that what matters in investing is not about what you know. It's not about how smart you are. It's not about where you went to school. It's just how you behave. It's about your relationship with greed and fear, your ability to take a long-term mindset, who you trust, how gullible you are, who you seek your information from. That's what actually matters. That's what moves the needle. And we tend to ignore that because it is not analytical. So what's your reaction to that, especially when it's how, how gullible are you? Who do you believe? Who do you trust? You know, it, it, it rings so true to me because I can't tell you how many times I get that phone call from a client, a friend that says, hey, I was on the golf course <laughs> with my buddy <laughs> and he said, I need to buy this or I need to do that. What causes that? Why does he know something that makes you think that you should be doing what he's doing? Right. But, but, and I tell people, you know what, talk on the golf course is talk on the golf course. Um, you know, it doesn't always add up to be true. Yeah. Especially guys, we like to brag about whatever. (laughs) And, uh, and you, you brag about the winners. You don't talk about the losers. And, And that's what people don't realize is that there's a process and, and you need to have a process in place to make sure that you're doing what you need to do day in, day out, no matter what's happening in the marketplace, the process is what you have to rely on, not the markets, because the markets, nobody controls those. 
Well, and you know, and the other thing is, a lot of times by the time you're hearing about your buddy bragging about this or that at the golf course, it might be too late for you to take advantage of whatever the thing is that they've done, right? I mean, if they're oh, yeah. looking at the the results <clears throat> of this, you have that lag time also. So we we hear these things and then we get excited, but but we don't realize what's going on with the timing of all of this. Yeah, yeah. do they give you all the details? Right. When do they actually buy it? When do they actually sell it? Did they buy it at the right time? Did they happen to get lucky? You know, those are all things that, that we don't know. And and that's why, you know, you, you can't you can't live by those things. You, you, that's why I believe you have to have a process and you have to follow that process when it comes to your money, whether it's looking at how much do I have safe, how much do I have at risk, the parts at risk, how are we managing that? What's the process we use to invest that money? That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I, I think that that's part of what we do with our core retirement design is that we, we put together a process that helps us measure your personal risk preference. It helps you to kind of put together those goals and objectives. Then we can review what is your risk in your portfolio and does it match up? And then help people really and truly establish that risk-optimized portfolio. Um, you know, folks, listen, to walk through with me your core retirement design that that will help you design the retirement you always dreamed of, it's easy. Just give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. I'd love to sit down with you and go through that core retirement design. is that number again. Talking today with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And we're talking about kind of a different topic today, talking about the psychology of money today, both as a concept and as a book written by author Morgan Housel. And I have another clip from him here. He says says we almost have it backwards, Philip, when it comes to how we actually teach about finance. You know, what is most important gets most ignored in this field. And even when we are teaching basic financial skills to people, it's the math equations and how to balance a checkbook, which are, which are great skills. I'm not, I'm not demeaning those in the slightest, but there's so much evidence that all that matters, all that matters, that's the right word to use, is just how, is your behavior with money. And I say that because you can be the smartest person in the world. You can have a PhD in finance from MIT. But if you lose your head during a market decline, if you panic during a market decline, none of your intelligence matters. It's a bit humbling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is, you know, but he's so true, right? I mean, think about it. I, I go back to 08. I could go back further to 20, you know, to 2000 and that first real bear market that I experienced. But I think 08 is probably a better indicator because the market dropped a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw people who who hung in and hung in, and finally they capitulated and said, get out. And all they had to do was hold on two more weeks, and we would have bottomed out and come back up the other side. It's that type of thing that had they had their money invested properly in the process, right, and, and diversified between risk and safety, then maybe they could have weathered that psychological storm much better. Uh, but but it's all in the setup. It's all in the delivery. And it's having those things allocated really and truly knowing that, hey, half my portfolio is safe. I can't lose it. The other half, yeah, I'm taking risks. So if I'm down 50%, I'm really down 25, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that mentality that people need to have And it starts with having the right uh, risk allocation within your portfolio. I think there are so many other areas where we understand this or or we try to teach this to our kids or or we've tried to learn it ourselves, but we don't always see it playing out financially. I'll give you an example, Philip. I think about when I was a kid, I took piano lessons, right? And not only would I have to practice the piano, but then I would have to do these little workbooks. And it was all about musical theory and it was about different composers. So I'm learning about all this history and I I had all this knowledge about what, you know, composers and piano music and all this kind of thing. 
And that's all well and good. But then if I were to get up on stage during a recital and then freak out, does it matter that I know anything about Beethoven or, or Bach or, or Mozart? Does it even matter yeah. if I'm panicking? Right. I mean, you're right. We see that. I mean, I think the same thing, you know, going through college and man, I love my investment classes. They taught us modern portfolio theory and and how it worked and how, you know, there's that theory word and, again, right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It was uh, it was great. And but here's what I learned in the two major bear markets that I've sustained is that modern portfolio theory didn't work. It was a theory <laughs> right. that um, when it came and it got tested, it didn't work. You know, I think that that's where theory it has to be, you know, not ignored, but put into a specific place. And, and it holds a place, but it is a theory. And we need to just have a process and be process driven, not not theory driven. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about how you do that. How do you help people get to where they are process driven instead of either product driven, which we sometimes see, or as you're saying, theory driven? They know a lot about all of it, but they don't really have a process for how to deal with all this stuff. You know, it boils down to that process, right? So we look at it and say, okay, look, how much risk do you have in your portfolio? Because because if, if you can't handle risk and you got too much risk in your portfolio, what happens when the when the when the market drops 10, 15, 20%? Mm -hmm. What's your reaction gonna be? Well, most people, if they are risk averse, they don't like risk, you know, they see that and they say, Well, I, I want out of the market. And what do they do? They get out at the wrong time. Right. Uh, so, so I think that the first place we have to look is risk, knowing how much we need to have safe, how much of our portfolio do we need to have in our risk bucket? And we need to follow those buckets, right? And, and those things, the risk bucket takes on a life of its own because that's where the process really comes into play, right? How much can I afford ups and downs in my portfolio? What am I comfortable? You know, what's my comfort level when it comes to opening up my statement and seeing, well, I'm, I'm down, you know, 5%. And here's the deal that really gets me is that people talk in terms of percentages, not dollars and cents. Right. So right. if you have a $100,000 portfolio and you're down 10%, it doesn't sound like it's that bad, but you're down 10 grand that for a lot of people, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And they get really concerned at that point. So folks, that's why we develop our, the core retirement design, because it starts with risk. And it ends up establishing that risk optimized portfolio that you should be able comfortably to go forward with. I think that's the key. You know, in the end game, we need to have an income plan tacked onto the back of that, too, to make sure that the income we have is going to be sufficient for our lifestyle. Folks, listen, to get started, it's really simple. Pick up the phone. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and tell the girls, hey, I want to sit down with Philip and I want a core retirement design because I want the retirement I always dreamed of. And that's the starting point to get that going. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815 for your core retirement design. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And as we're talking today, it's it's as if the entire world of finance is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to how we learn about financial concepts and how we implement them in the real world. We talk a lot on this show about financial knowledge and know-how, but today we're learning that there is a psychology of money. We're going to continue this on the other side of the break. Stay with us. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different. 
but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show as we are talking a little bit about how we act around our money. And one of the things we're learning today, it's as if the entire world of finance is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to how we learn about financial concepts and then how we actually implement them in the real world. Uh, We are learning today there is actually a psychology of money and we're playing audio from Morgan Housel. He is an author who wrote the book, The Psychology of Money. If you get caught up in uh, the excitement of a bubble, none of your intelligence, none of your academic credentials, none of the fact that you know the formulas, none of that matters if you're going to lose your cool when it matters most. That's why the behavior is not just an important part. It's really the base of the pyramid. And until you've checked that box of figuring out your own financial psychology, none of the analytical skills matter until then. And that's really hard to hear because, Philip, so many times we all want to be informed and have this experience and and I know this and I've researched this investment and that investment. But then when we act all crazy town, when things go nuts with the markets, all of that knowledge just kind of gets thrown out the window. Yeah, you know, you know what came to my head as I was listening to to Morgan in that interview? Mm-hmm. Um, Bitcoin. You know, I just thought, you know, people just jumped on that and there was no analytics. There was no theory. There was no, you know, they get caught up in the moment because, again, their buddy bought it and that buddy bought it and all their friends have it. So I'm going to buy it. And so but when it goes bust, what's the psychology then? Are they going to hang in there? Are they going to bail? Uh, it's and so to me that opens up a whole nother conversation about you know how do we make those decisions and what are prudent decisions we should be making and and those are things that um, take some time to flesh out. Yeah, and that's a good word, prudent decisions that we need to be making because we do have emotional reactions. How do you help people stick with those prudent decisions, as you phrased it, and avoid those emotional reactions like overreacting or or just just losing our cool? Because sometimes we overcorrect, right? We we overreact. It's like, oh, I'm going to just get all out of the markets. I'm going to completely go away from this. How do you help people avoid some of those real big knee-jerk reactions? So for us here at Statler Financial, we go back to the basics, right? We go back to remember the process we went through. Remember why we went through that process. Remember, we've allocated part of that portfolio to risk bucket. And that's the only part right now that's really getting beat up. That's the only part that's having a problem right now. But in the overall picture, here's where we're at. You know, it's taking them back to remember why we did what we did and remember the historic process we went through and what that has done in the past. Hmm. And, and I think by bringing them back to that, you still get some buts and, and ands and, and but what ifs and, and such as that. But, but I go back to, okay, remember how this, you know, how this analyst did back in 2008. Is this, how different is this from that? You know, if he was able to perform X then, you know, with his process, then, you know, hopefully he'll be able to do the same thing now. We have to trust that process to get us through. You know, you just have to talk them off the ledge. I mean, that's the coaching part of being a financial advisor is that, hey, look, I got to be there for my client. I got to be that sounding board for different situations. I've got to be that person that talks them off the ledge and that, you know, better minds will prevail at the end when we get through the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's the thing is, is really that coaching, that collaborative um, process of, of just spending time together and talking through what's happening. 
You know, folks, that's the deal. And that's why I truly believe that our core retirement design really helps people walk through this whole psychology of money because we look at risk. We look at at safety. You know, what can you handle as an individual when it comes to those things? But we developed the core retirement design so that you could have the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with that process today. Again, that's a core retirement design where we help you walk through the amount of risk and make sure you have the properly designed portfolio. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And I have one last clip here from Morgan Housel, who is the author of the book, The Psychology of Money. One last lesson on our behavior around finances. And this is a little bit different from what we've been talking about so far. But Morgan Housel, Philip, says one of his first jobs was as a valet at a fancy hotel in L.A. And he learned a lot, he said, about being around very wealthy people all the time. I think what was really interesting to me was getting to know some of these people who were driving Ferraris and Rolls Royces. Some of them actually were not even that wealthy. They were like mediocre, successful people who spent half their income on a a car lease payment. And that to me was really astounding because that just blew apart all of the impressions my first impressions that I had of these people. So that was a really formative experience that taught me a lot about the psychology of money. So what do you make of that <laughs> when when you have people putting on these airs and, and the way they let money inflate them like that? Yeah, it reminds me of that movie. I can't remember what it's called now, but it talks about a class reunion, this guy coming back as a class reunion oh. and <laughs> wanting to impress everybody. Right. <laughs> you, you know, and that's... Um, you know, when you go to a new place, nobody knows your real background. They don't know how you came of money and if you really have money. I mean, it's easy to put up a front. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, putting up a front is not going to get you through retirement. Right, right. You know, it's 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 doing the work, putting the money away, and and saving for that that date in retirement. And um, there are, what, what do they call those folks? Posers? Is that yeah, what they, that, I think you know? so, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that in, in all kinds of places. And, and what amazes me is the opposite, Jen. Yes. The people that look like they have nothing, but yet when you sit down and look at all they have, they're worth millions. Those people are the real unique folks out there that I get more from mm-hmm. than, than the folks that, that, that have it and do well and, and rightfully so uh, do the things they want to do. But to sit down with somebody that doesn't show it. Yeah. That's, you know, that I just get a lot from that. As a matter of fact, it's fun for me because I have to encourage them, right? <laughs> to spend their money. <laughs> Go spend money. Come right. on. Why aren't you, you know, taking the trip around the world? Why aren't you doing this? You've got more than enough. Um, and they all have various reasons. And that's always an interesting thing, too, to to walk through and talk about some of those things right. as well. Right. Well, you know, my grandpa was one of those guys, farmer, very frugal type of lifestyle. Uh, you would not know that this man was worth millions of dollars. Now, most of his assets, of course, that was in land. But still, his estate when he passed away was worth millions of dollars. And this was a guy who I never saw without overalls on and who would not buy a cell phone case. And this is when cell phones were first becoming a thing and like a family would share a cell phone, but he would carry it in a sock in the bib of his overalls. He didn't (laughs) even have like a little holster for it. You would not think this guy was worth a lot of money, but it's just fascinating that some people want to give the appearance of being wealthier. Other people's really don't. But I think, Philip, when we go back to that first behavior, people who want to give the appearance of being wealthier than what they really are, I think that ties into another financial behavior that we sometimes see, and that is the fear of missing out. We act like it's just our teenage kids who are the ones who are all worried about missing out, but grownups do it too. And what happens if we're driven by the fear of that when it comes to, I'm worried that somebody else got better returns than me, or or, I want to take that nice vacation too. I'm missing out. 
Well, you know, it can be a disaster, right? I mean, I, I can think back to some specific times where I had clients that said, hey, look, you know, my sister's buying this and she's making a killing and the stock's just going up, up and up and, and I need to buy it. Right. Well, you know, you do your best to educate people, but ultimately, you know, the client is the client, right? So, but, you know, the fear of missing out, they were putting money in, putting money in and until the stock quit going up. <laughs> until it wasn't working down, anymore, right. You know, it went down fast, right? It, it, it went up fast, it went down fast. And so, you know, ended up um, with, with a, a nice little loss on their mm. balance sheet. So, um, you know, the fear of missing out can be very dangerous. You know, we, we, we caution our, our teenagers and our kids about the fear of missing out. But you're right, Jen, it, it, it crosses over to every facet of life. Um, you know, you, you have friends, you have acquaintances, you have business folks that you know that seem to be doing better or seem to be doing this. And, and we feel like we're missing out. And, uh, you know, to a certain extent, uh, Bitcoin may not be there now, but that was to me, that was part of Bitcoin. People were fear of missing out and it drove the price up substantially. And of course, the price is back down a little bit now. So but but it is what it is. And 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 that fear of missing out is a, is a real deal. It's a mm -hmm. real thing. And so that's why. It's all process. Right. You need to have that process in place. Our process starts with the core retirement design, where we look at and design, you know, how much risk you have in that portfolio, how much you have safe, you know, does your portfolio really and truly line up with what you can handle from a risk standpoint, you know, and putting together the goals and objectives that you want to accomplish in retirement and making sure that when it's all said and done, that we have put together a risk optimized portfolio that matches up with your risk um, and, and to make sure that, that that's what you have and that we monitor that on a regular basis. Folks, listen, it's easy to take advice from everybody out there, but it's hard to develop that process and to understand what that process is. What is the process that you're using? Do you have a process? Folks, if not, give us a call and let us walk you through our process, the core retirement design. Give us a call today at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some important decisions to make regarding your 401k. If you don't work there, should your money stay? This decision could be critical to your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services have worked with many families with these types of decisions and understand your options. We can look at the options for your 401k that could save you on taxes down the road. Call Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services and schedule your complimentary 401k review at 863-285-3815. Philip and the team are ready to assist you no matter how, by phone, video, or with an in-person visit. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team today for your 401k review. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. He gets questions from people all the time about all things retirement. So, Philip, we have a collection of people. We went out, uh, got some common retirement questions. We figure if these folks have questions about these things, you listening probably do too. So, what do you say, Philip? Should we get into our man on the street segment and hear the questions that the people out there have? 
Absolutely. Let's right. see what they we'll see what kind of questions they have today. Yeah, we have a good good collection of them today. Our first question, we ran into Al and uh, here's his question. Hey, so my buddy down the street keeps bringing up this investment over and over and over again. He's excited about it. He swears by it. I'm interested, but I'm also concerned because I really don't know a whole lot about it. So what would be the best way to research something like that? Because I've always heard that you should always understand what you're investing in. Absolutely, Al, definitely. You do want to understand what you're investing in. And one way to do that is to do some research, right? So Google sometimes can be a bad thing, but but Google the company. See what kind of articles there are out there to read about. Other than that, you need to go to the to the company's website. They usually will have an investment relations um, section on there. See if you can't get their um, income, you know, their their financial statements. I would say read the prospectus, but you'd go to sleep if you read the prospectus. Um, <laughs> but I would say look at um, what analysts have to say. You know, look at some different analysts that might be following that company uh, to make sure what they say. Are they buying it? Are they selling it? Are they holding it? These are all some ways that you can at least get some idea about the company. But remember this, Al. Just because your friend, your brother-in-law, some family member is making an investment, their financial situation could be totally different than yours. And so you need to look at it from your perspective, not from their perspective, and and make sure that they're not trying to sell you something that they're going to benefit from. That's the other thing I'd I'd warn you about. Uh, Next question is from Pete, and uh, I'll let Pete ask the question. Here we go. I'm a freelancer and I've always had enough income, but I don't have a company 401k that I can contribute to. So what are some options for me when it comes to saving for retirement? I'm 47, so I do have some time, but I don't want to put it off any longer. Uh, I'm glad you don't want to put off any longer. That's a good sign. So, you know, you are self-employed. You you know, you have a Schedule C. You have your own business as a freelancer. And so there are a lot of different options out there for you to create your own retirement plan. You can do a solo 401k. You can do a simple plan. You can do a SEP. I mean, so which one of those is going to work best for you? I don't know without sitting down with you to really look at your tax returns and, and look at your net worth to really kind of make that determination. Uh, I'd love to do that and, and, and help you with that process if you'd like. But uh, but there's a lot of retirement options out there. Uh, I would think between a financial advisor and a tax person, you could you could figure out which one would be best for your circumstances. All right. Great question. And let's just go go through that real quickly as as you talk about that process for helping people determine the right options. Philip, can you just tell us about that real quickly before we move on to our next question? Absolutely. You know, when we're sitting down with folks, there's a lot of things that have to go into making financial decisions. And so we look at, you know, how much do you have in your IRAs or your retirement accounts? How much do you have that's not in your IRAs and retirement accounts that you have access to now? How much are you going to need to live off of in retirement? And then what's your current tax situation? Because we want to make tax-sensitive recommendations when we sit down with folks to do these things. And so really and truly, for me, I believe people have to know where they are right now in order to know if they need to make any changes. And so many folks I sit down with don't really know where they are right now. You know, they they don't know how much risk is in their portfolio. They don't know how much they're paying in fees and expenses. And so you can't move forward unless you know where you are moving from. And so that's really the first part of our process, Jen, is, is determining that. And then from there, we decide what road we need to go down. Is, you know, tax planning more important? Do we need to do retirement planning? Or is it time now to start doing retirement income planning and get ready for that final quarter of the game that we're going to retire all right let's do uh, let's do one more last person we ran into is jan and uh, let's take a listen to jan's question our youngest will be finishing high school next year and it's really hitting me because i'm not sure we've saved enough for the future we've just been so busy with life that we haven't thought much about retirement what should we do first 
Jan, I, I've been there. And I, I will tell you that you might have four more years before you can really focus on retirement. Getting through college, maybe. If you could do it now, that would be great. But so once that event happens and, and you're to the point, then you need to focus on retirement. And that starts by getting the most out of your current employer retirement plan. So if you have a 401k at work, making sure that you're doing all you can to get the most out of that, the biggest match you can get. Make sure you're putting enough away. Um, you know, sitting down and putting together a financial plan would definitely help give you a roadmap to save for retirement, to know how much you need in retirement. What's that number for you? Um, and, and I think that would calm a lot of your fears and, and erase a lot of that uncertainty that's out there is if you had a plan in place that would get you from where you are now at, at, at your age to where you want to be when you get ready to retire and give you that roadmap to go on it is going to be huge. And, and I think that's for you is probably where it starts is, you know, sitting down with somebody and, and developing a true financial plan uh, to see what it's going to take to get you to the retirement you've always dreamed of. So, Philip, I guess what, what's your final message for our listeners here today and for people who do have questions, they do want to make sure that they're on the right track. Uh, what what should those folks be thinking about? You know, I, I think that you know, no matter where you are in life, um, we need to think about the end game. I mean, that's uh, the whole deal is we need to think about the end game. And the end game is um, at some point we're going to retire. So what do we need to do to prepare for that? And there's going to be bumps along the way. But by having some kind of plan in place that you sit down and look at at least once a year, even if you're younger, having that financial plan, that roadmap to your financial freedom, I call it, in retirement is huge. And that's a good starting place to kind of know where you need to be and we need to be there. It allows you to tweak things along the way as we continue to make improvements towards our retirement. It allows you to get back on track if you get off the track, because now you know what that track looks like. Folks, listen, if you're not sure about your retirement, if you're not sure where you are today in terms of risk in your portfolio, expenses you're paying, you know, will it be enough all the questions that I know go through your head as you start to think about retirement. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That number is 863-285-3815. Don't procrastinate. Don't put off any longer. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. That's all the time we have for this week. But be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. Thanks for joining us here today. We hope you have a great week. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.